Forward Podcast, yeah. I hope this isn't illegal. <laughs> Look, man, I'm not making any money off of this, and I never will. But this is being recorded on uh, September 21st to be released on September 22nd. It's September, September Earth, Wind, and Fire Day. I love Earth, Wind, and Fire, man. For you youngins, if you want to hear some happy music in a world that could use a lot more happy music, that's for sure. <laughs> but it's a celebration, man. They also had a tune called Celebration. <clears throat> we won. One game this week. Convincing win in Lippa FC. Which I will always know now is the wine tasting. Brickyard Battalion. Pissing and moaning. <laughs> Your fans don't sing at games. No, we just watched the team win. Shut up. <laughs> oh my gosh, but Antoine Hopeno doing his thing, man. So awesome. <clears throat> Another great goal from Cam. Anyway, hopefully this music puts you in a good mood. And hopefully I don't get arrested for it. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah, man. Happy week. Happy week. Oh, happy day. Right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. My name is Joseph Valla, and I am the host of the Center Forward Podcast, podcast that is dedicated to Louisville soccer, both Louisville City and Racing Louisville, as well as the national teams, men's and women's teams. Uh, we're going to get into uh, local content eventually. I keep saying that, but it just got to have the right time for it. Although we're getting close, right? College soccer going on. <clears throat> anyway. I want to thank you all that have been listening. The comments and the uh, suggestions really appreciate it. I hope you're, you're enjoying the show, and that's the whole idea. This is an abbreviated version, to be honest with you. Uh, we're only going to we're do a shorter show today. Uh, only one game last week, plus I've got a couple things going on I'm going to tell you about later on um, uh, that are going to uh, maybe have a big impact on what I'm doing because of the amount of time that I'm going to have to do it. But anyway, no big deal. Let's just get on with the show. Okay, man, let's just jump right into the five things. Five tings. It's not things. We don't say things in New Jersey. We say tings. <laughs> anyway, there's only one game, so there's really, it was kind of hard pulling all these out. But anyway, number five. You want some meat with that salt? <laughs> what? <laughs> Man, I was not digging some of the stuff that was going on in social media, uh, specifically from a couple of their supporter groups um, in Indianapolis. I mean, come on, you all. I mean, if, if, if all you got is, well, we were singing, you weren't singing, and you guys, blah, blah, blah grow up. What, is, what are you, Cincinnati now? I, I mean, it, it, it's insanity. How about watch the game and support your team? Oh, by the way, your team kind of sucks right now. This is this is like the worst iteration of Indy 11 I've seen. No attack whatsoever. It's just, ugh. You guys got a lot more to worry about than where the people are singing. You spent a lot of time worried about us. Worry about yourself. <laughs> Number four, get Antoine it. See what I did there? Get Antoine it. It's like a pun or something. <laughs> Antoine Hopin has been amazing the last couple of weeks, last few weeks. His energy is amazing. Um, he's become uh, really become part of the heart and soul of this whole deal, and, and he's um, you know he's doing it with with that edge that he plays with. I was a little worried early, John, pretty quick with the official. I've said before, man, there's some official out there that's going to use him as a way to say, "See, I can stand up to the tough guys, the loud ones," and, and and jack his ass out of a game early. I hope it doesn't happen. But man, keep doing your thing. That really was wonderful. Number three, these other teams don't suck. 
I don't. Know, I know there's some people worried about Louisville being number one overall in the uh, in the standings, and that's fine. But uh, man, check out Tampa, Phoenix, El Paso, all three of these teams. Man, oh boy, it's going to be a fight this year. Really, is going to be a fight. The quality of this league has really improved. If you're watching any of the games, really is a lot of fun to watch. It's a fun league to be a part of. It really is. Let's get to number two. I can't hear you. <laughs> that picture of Cam after he scored a tremendous goal. What a great goal! Another great header. <clears throat> With his fingers in his ears. <laughs> I can't not laugh thinking about it. So cool. And, and uh, you know, that shut up. Uh, that shut them up pretty quick. And it was pretty awesome, man. Is it, what, the guy's a legend in this league, huh? Pretty amazing. Anyway, and last one. Road points for the taking. Next two games on the road. Very winnable games. Memphis and Atlanta, too. So hopefully... Um, you know, we get those points and get some more separation between us and Birmingham. And if you're one of those cats that's worried about having this team at the top of the uh, league so we can have home games all through, that's great. You know, but anyway, that's it. It's time for a nice pause. And there you go. We like loud, emphatic horn music. <laughs> Only one game this week, but it was a great game. Lippa FC, the wine tasting. Congratulations, Louisville. Fantastic stuff, man, really. And there it is. Why don't we just start talking about it? Um, so anyway, like I said, some personal news. Uh, it's actually good news. Uh, I've been out of work since the 30th of July. Uh, we had a downsizing at the company that I used to work at that I'd been at for seven years. Um, however, got a job offer yesterday that I accepted. Um, but it's, you know, it may require a move. So plus it's a very technical position. So I've got a lot of work to get ready for it over the next week or so. So I kind of have to keep this short this week. Um, but we'll see, man. I mean, it says remote until COVID. So who knows when that ends? You know, I mean, it could never end. So who knows? Um, but we will see, uh, just wanted to say thank you to all the people that have been, uh, listening to the show and, um, have been kind enough to put comments and, 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 and let us know what you think about it. Um, and we will have a full show next week. No doubt about it. Cause we have multiple games to talk about and, uh, let's just get into it with Joey. Okay. To talk about the big win this week. We've got Joey Cecil back again. Joey, how are you, sir? I'm doing okay, sir. How about yourself? I'm doing uh, doing okay. I'm waiting for my job offer today, so we'll see what happens with that. Good luck. God bless. Yeah, thanks, man. Okay, so look, not much to complain about. <laughs> no, you know, it, it, you're, uh, we're talking about a, a a big win in in this rivalry thing, um, and uh, a rather comfortable win, especially in the second half. I thought, and and uh, yeah. So go ahead, man. Let's see what you got. You know, if we look at it. If the playoffs start tomorrow, maybe this is the lineup we throw out. Yeah, man. It might have been our strongest lineup to date. Absolutely. I loved it. The second I saw it, I loved it. And it's very forward thinking, which is what which I yes. love. Uh and what was odd though is we got off to a slow start. Mm. Uh it was it was, it was kind of like trench warfare for a little bit. We you know, we couldn't really get into the game. Right. And that's kind of expected because Indy needed this game. Yeah. You know, they were gonna come out aggressive, especially at home. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we kind of traded traded back and forth for a while and then i don't know what it is you know you play indy on the road mm. antoine hope no scores rinse and repeat <laughs> yeah, it's unbelievable that was a heck of a goal t- heck of a pass by gonzalez it was a good assist yes to find him and then you, you, you gotta love how indy just plays him in as well right you know right because right, he right. didn't get a clear t- a clean touch on it so it's a hockey style assist right you know right. Jorge, jorge started it indy defenders to hope who toe pokes it past their keeper right at the edge of halftime and that's when you kind of knew Indy was in trouble. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, because they hadn't really been pushing pushing too much towards Hubbard. He had to make, you know, maybe one save in the first half. Right. And then we get to a second half that we just controlled. Yeah. You know? and, and no point that I feel uncomfortable. And I actually want to go back to Hopeno because, you know, it, early in the first half, I got really nervous because he was jawing real quick with the official. Within the first five, six, yeah. seven. I know that's his thing, but, I'm, man, I just, I'm afraid someday we're going to get somebody that's trigger happy in a big moment. And this guy's going to yeah. be watching the game. We're going to be down a man. But, I mean, I, I don't know. It, it seems like when he plays them, this happens more? Yeah. I, I, it's just some people have that 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 comfort, that that just whatever against a certain team. Right. And his is Indy 11 on the road. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, he had, that, he had the magical goal last yeah. year. He's got the goal this year. He had the assist on Lancaster's beautiful header. Oh, my gosh. Which I, want, yeah, I definitely want to talk about that, too. Oh, and it. And, and can we just say for a second how under the radar Antoine Hopano being on fire is right now? Yeah, that's a good call. Because it, it, like he he's, really, he's he really... been the key to our attack arguably the last month almost. Yes, sir. I am I'm especially a... when we've been on the road. Mm-hmm. He's been he's been a key cog in, in helping us survive this road trip. Yeah, especially without Corbin Bone in there too. Um, who I guess we don't know anything about as far as the injury or whatever's going yeah, on. Yeah, no updates being given, which is it's not good. It's, you know, it's a little concerning considering we're getting to this final stretch run. Right, right, and right. And you want all hands on deck. And what, Yes, and that I'm telling you, man, that second goal, oh, my gosh, what a beautiful header. What It, it just, then, oh, my Lord. And then, then you know, you've got the, the keeper slamming the ball against Cam, whether he knew he <laughs> was there was or not. What about? I, but got, I love, you know, I got to mention, I love the Cam goal celebration. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, my oh. gosh. <laughs> I've never There's seen. only one goal celebration in Louisville City history that might be better, and that was the Sean Reynolds running to the right. FC Cincinnati Traveling Supporters Group that to one? show them that we had five goals five on goals. But I love the Cam fingers in the air celebration. Oh, oh. I've never seen that before. I've got to say, I've never seen that particular thing done before. I mean, you always see people telling you know with putting their finger over their mouth, but he just stood there with his fingers in his ear. That is just that's meme material, man. That's- <laughs> oh, it was beautiful. Uh, and, and even better that we're getting Cam to score goals as well from open play. Yeah, absolutely. And, and goals like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what? That goal was actually reminiscent for me of when he scored the USL winning goal okay. against Slope yeah, in yeah, the yeah. USL championship at Slugger. Absolutely. It's a floating header that mm-hmm. somehow finds the back of the net. Yeah, and it's just, you know, he's directing it back away from him, I mean, behind him, which was just, man. And, and and let's also we got to give due again to Hopano somehow dropping that ball in between two mm-hmm. in the eleven defenders. Right, right. It, it's uh, it was it was pretty cool to see um, them not. How, how do you say this? It was really cool to see them not have any effect at all. At all, there was mm-hmm. nothing to Indy's game this week where you watched them and you went, "Oh man, this could turn into something," or "This could turn into." Yeah, they're just they're 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 very feckless, man. I I'm, I'm, I just wasn't very impressed at all. And this, and like I said earlier, this is a game they had to have yeah. in some way, shape, some kind of result. Because <clears throat> now they're stuck in sixth. Mm-hmm. Uh, they may have a game in hand on OKC in Atlanta, right. but Memphis has two games in hand on them, right? And only one point back. Mm-hmm. And this is an indie team that has now lost three of their last five. Yeah. Uh, the only thing keeping them alive too is Atlanta's also lost three of their last five. Right. Right. So yeah, I mean, right. our our middle our middle of our table is just. No one wants to take it. Everyone's just like, no, no, you go ahead. It's some. It's two people at a door trying to go through. Right. And right. they're both. And they're both Canadian. 
<laughs> no, just no. You go first. No, I, I mean, no, no. You should go ahead. Perpetual no, I politeness. Leave you over there. Yeah. Just <laughs> nobody's taking it. No. Um, and you know, speaking of the standings, real quick, mm-hmm. we need you know Birmingham's fallen off. Yep. They've drawn their last two, and this win gets us six points clear now. Yep. Just massive. FC Tulsa's distanced themselves from the mid pack. Yes, they are. Uh, which they should have. Mm-hmm. And now you've just got this quagmire. Just wow. Whoever comes out of that, good luck. Right. And it was also, uh, I know it's not it's not really pertinent to us, but we did talk about this, about the uh, overall spot in, the, in, in, you know, having the top uh, the tops uh, points in the league. Yeah. That's going, that's fading because Phoenix. Oh, yeah, we're six back. Six yeah. back of Phoenix and they've got a game in hand. Right. And then I think. No, it, actually, no, I'm sorry. We're even. We're even with Phoenix in games, but we're six back. El Paso. And we're, we're five back of Tampa. Right. Um, we're past El Paso. Mm-hmm. But I think they have two uh, games in hand. Let me see. El Paso does have two games in hand, right. and we're only one up. Right. So, so at this point, just make sure make sure you control the central. Right. You know? Totally agree. Have home field through our own division. Right, right. And and going back to the game, there's two things that were really encouraging as well that we didn't, you know, that I don't know. I, I, I want your opinion on them. Uh, the first thing is that we didn't call Jogo's name a lot. No. And if we're and if we're effective and we're not relying on him specifically, I think that's a pretty good thing considering the injuries too. Oh, it definitely is, and mm-hmm. it's also great that especially come playoff time, mm-hmm. we're not going to be relying on a teenager to right. drive our offense. <laughs> right. uh, it's also great that you know if that's the case, mm-hmm. he can also focus more on those defensive responsibilities, which we've seen at times. Absolutely, as far up as he gets up the pitch, yep. that can become an issue. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think it, it is good that we're starting to get you know, offense from other places, you know, with, if, if Antoine's playing ahead of him and doing what he's doing, right. then Jogo doesn't need to push up as high. Right. And then the other guy I wanted to mention too, I, I wanted to get your take on Swahi. Cause I thought this was about the best match he's played. Yeah. He's starting to find, find that form again mm-hmm. as when he, he partnered with Toach or partnered with Paco right. a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cause you know, for a long time he was sitting in that doghouse for whatever reason. Right. Uh, and he came in with some promise. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it's just nailing down that other person. You know, we can't see Toach going to the bench anytime soon. Right, so again, right. we mentioned he's having a little bit of a down year for mm-hmm. his standards. Right, right. But it's it's finding that other person and really I think in the next few games nailing down that partnership. I agree. I agree you know, I, I love I love what Winder's done, but I don't know if we go with him. Right. Another through a playoff kid. run as a teenager. Right, is it sixteen years old? <laughs> it's pretty crazy, but overall um, uh, pretty happy about it. Uh, there's Strong no, there's performance. Nothing, yeah, nothing to be upset about, really. It's just it's Very, good to see this, and it's also good to see is the next two matches are, are on the road, but they're very winnable matches at Memphis, at Atlanta. These are games that they they definitely these are six points. You there. say that, but man, Atlanta is that is that thumbtack in your shoe? Yeah, we we have an issue with them somehow. Yeah, I guess, mm-hmm. but, and, and it is a Wednesday night game down there too. Wednesday night games are weird. But we're playing well enough. Let, let's not worry about it. Right. I agree. And um, want to get back to their fans in this whole rivalry deal a little bit, too. I was really, <sighs> I was really not impressed with them. I, I, I mean, I got to be honest with you. At first, at first, I tweeted something from the Groove Machine account because they were really singing. And this was like in the first five minutes. And they really were full-throated. And that's great. And that's great. But apparently, it just turned into like, hey, we're yelling at you. Yell back. Yeah. <laughs> Well, and and the, and then the yelling got to be on Twitter, where yeah. it's sad. It's sad that Indy's fans put up more of a fight than their team did on the field, <laughs> and that's kind of been the case for a while too. Uh. Um, you know, it's just it's just it's sad that 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 this is supposed to be a rivalry. Yeah, and 
if you look at the stats, it's mm-hmm. it's not. No, um, they've had the one you know, win, right? They had. I think they've only had one win in the last what ten. Well, they've had three wins overall, right. In this rivalry, okay. To our eight, right, right, right. With six draws, okay. And yeah. we've had the important wins as well. Yep. <laughs> you know, especially that backbreaker last year. Oh. <laughs> uh, no, two years. Two ago, years sorry, ago, in the Eastern Conference Finals. Still my favorite um, moment. I mean, I know we won uh, championships, but that's still my favorite moment. Oh no, that's a fantastic moment, and the fact that they had to release their extra smoke for the rest of the year, and it became purple <laughs> when they released their red and blue smoke. <laughs> Uh, nothing better than nothing better than a purple a purple proper send off yeah, from really. the opposing group. Yeah, but you know it's just it's it's great that 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 this is a thing, and I think the LIP AFC is more of a thing. I don't want to say fictionally because I don't want to tick anyone off, right. you know. But in terms of historical, mm-hmm. uh, it's more of a thing than it actually is on the field. Right. Yeah. I mean, their fans think it's more of a rivalry than it actually is. I agree. And the fact that they got so angry on Twitter that apparently we only made noise when our team was winning. Right. It just, and I'm just like, that that's what you're going to pick on? Really? That's I mean, that's, I mean, it's, it, it, this is, man, I, I don't want to be too doggy on them, but man, it, that was very Cincinnati-ish. Yeah. You know? And, and it, what's, and what's insane is the guy running the account, I believe it was the Brickyard Battalion, or mm-hmm. was it Slaughterhouse? I think it was Slaughterhouse. If Slaughterhouse even goes, people go like, your team sucks. He goes, yeah, we expect to lose. I go, then what? What are you doing? What are you doing? Like, <laughs> like, I mean, are, are you just are you just pulling a grenade pin and jumping on it beforehand? Yeah, really. <laughs> I mean, is that your is that your banter? That Man. wow, our team sucks, but you know what? You guys weren't loud enough. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's very very sixth grade ish, and I didn't, you know, I wasn't particularly fond of that. I mean, it's been funnier. I mean, you go back to see the see the Nickelback thing. To yeah. me, is about the funniest shit I've ever seen at a Louisville City game. I, 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 between the airplane and then when they announced our players the one year at, at Lucas Oil, and they were using the faces of the people from Nickelback, I, I busted a gut laughing. It was so funny, and to see it degenerate into hey, our guys, uh, you, you yeah. guys don't sing loud enough. It's just uh, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I don't know. But but let's be let, let, let's be you know honest about something too. Mm-hmm. There's only one thing. There's only one entity that may hate us more than Indy's supporter groups right now, mm-hmm. and that's USL HQ when it comes to these rivalry names. Okay, yeah. Because I, I got the list here of our rivalries and everything that they tried to make. Right, like they tried right. to call, call this the I seventy one Derby. I right, think. right, right. And they tried to force that rivalry right, on us. Right. And instead, we just completely took it and go, "Oh, you want to make this just because we're close." Okay, well then now it's the Louisville Indianapolis Proximity Association football contest. Right, which is the best name and, ever. And we are going to slap it in your face right. and smile at you and laugh at you every time we play. Right, and it's that's the one thing I, you know about American soccer rivalries. Some of them, like they tried to create this thing with us in St. Louis, that yeah. never happened. I mean, well, well, actually, but but the fun thing was we made it a thing between the supporters groups. Right, right. Now, the Kings Cup was our thing, and they tried to take advantage of it. Right. And I love the Kings Cup because we were never it was never really a rivalry. It was just, oh, we came in the league at the same time. We got similar names. You know? Right, right. They were they were the definition of our frenemies. Yeah, that's a good point. Because I met there's still people I talk to all the time. And, and, and they were great fans, you know, and we even had fan games. Right, right. At Seneca Park between the two. Yep. To help establish the Kings Cup. And, and I, mm-hmm. it, it was so great and I'm so so sad. Yeah, but it's you know, awful. I was there. I, I, I hung out with some of them the last game at at our stadium man it was hard i i, yeah. I had tears in my eyes i mean these poor folks they were 
you know, literally yeah. having their team taken away from them. And, and this yeah. is American soccer. This is the way we do it. So, and then, and then we get if you want the epitome of American soccer, then we get to FC Cincinnati just going because of attendance. Right. right. And our rivalry with them was, I'm sorry, the River Cities Cup. Whatever. Yeah. Dirt. Well, that, that sorry, was another one. The nickname we came up with was so much better, the Dirty River Derby. Yeah, oh, much better. So great. But, and even then, I hate to even say this, that was our only rivalry per se because we finished 5-5. Five and five. Yeah, and that was a true rivalry. And I'll tell you, that, that was a real rivalry. I mean, when you start yeah. looking at what's going on, and even in USL now, there's a couple pretty hot ones. Um, you know, certainly the Oklahoma-Tulsa one. Uh, yeah. New Mexico and Phoenix. There's a couple pretty hot. You know, Reno's not around anymore, but the Reno-Vegas one was real. Um, yeah. So you go down this list. You have the Cincinnati one that they tried to cook up that was nothing. Or, or, or the St. Louis one, I apologize, that they tried yeah, yeah. to cook up was nothing. And then the Cincinnati one, which they should have played up. You never really heard oh, as yeah. much about it. And then because of American soccer, it doesn't even exist anymore. And American soccer desperately needs rivalries like this. A true, sure. literal rivalry. And then you go to this Indianapolis one where it's like... Man, it just doesn't feel like a rivalry. It's so weird, yeah. man. I mean, it's only a rivalry in the fact that we get to celebrate success every time we play them, pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's it. It's an anniversary. Yeah, and they well, they you have know, a band, it, it, right? <laughs> they do have a band, so that's kind of funny. Good for and them. If you man. Go back to if you go back to Cincinnati real quick. Like that became a rivalry on the field. Yep. And thankfully, that's that's where it was. You know, we had the biting incident. Yeah. With Jibby Fall, where mm-hmm. I will never forget that next time we played them at Slugger, and they brought a TIFO of James O'Connor on fire as the boy who cried wolf. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to need bail money tonight. Yeah, really? I don't I'm about know. to go over to that section. Yeah, and, but, yeah, it's just not cool. And it was just, it, it was, it was, it, that, that was really a rivalry rivalry in the sense that on the field it was even most of the time, well, in the regular season, because, right. you know, they they don't know what playoffs are. No, they they don't know what their winning trophy, is. <laughs> their, their trophy cabinet has plastic in it for the so, supporters. They are so bad. And you touched on something that was so true. Birding did one thing. He built that team to do one thing and one thing only: get a franchise in MLS. They got their franchise in MLS, and it is a dumpster fire. They are yes. a joke. Yep. And it it's and you know and that's why, you know, and any other thing too that I wanted to mention is. I think teams are get hot at us more than we get hot at them because most of the cities that have problems with us are bigger. You know, yeah. Cincinnati's always had this bit of an identity crisis. Now, being a Giants fan and having lived in New York, if you go down the list, Cincinnati of the 32 teams that are in the NFL, I'm pretty sure they're 31st in size. Same thing in baseball. You know, they're definitely one of the smallest cities in 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 their um in those leagues. And yeah. when you're the when you're the little kid trying to hang with the big kids and the big kids are and you never win, <laughs> You know, yeah. you 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 end up in uh, you end up with this league, and now they're in the. the it's the same thing in the in, in MLS now. Same thing. Yeah. They were a smaller team well, that sucks. They're just awful. Well, yeah, and they're also there for historical reasons. The mm-hmm. Reds are arguably the first baseball team right. ever, and the Browns or the, I'm sorry, the Bengals were started by Paul Brown. Right, right. That's right. all you have to latch on to. <laughs> and and hashtag attendance. That's what you get to. Ha- <laughs> that's what you get to latch on to. Uh, and the so fact that weird. you get to play in the big boys league and get treated like a kid every week. Right. It's just, it's so bizarre. So I wonder if that was part of the angst, but anyway, you know, hopefully um, as this league matures, we'll get a little more of a, we'll get a little more something, something more substance with other you know, teams. And sa- sadly one, one I'll mention that was not a rivalry anymore for us and should have been, mm-hmm. it was a rivalry on the field, but never matured into anything the league could take advantage of right. 
Oh, was us and New York Red Bulls too? Oh yeah. Oh, dude, you were so all over it. That is absolutely one hundred percent true. That was a great we lose rivalry. our first first five matchups yes. against them, that, uh, and then we get our first win in twenty seventeen, two years in the league, and mm-hmm. we don't lose again. Right, right. And it's just that's a rivalry there because we couldn't figure them out. Right. That was a very very that was great on the field. Absolutely great. You're, you're absolutely one hundred percent right. That was a great rivalry. But because, and then on top of that, they're a two team. So yeah. if you're going to banter, who are you bantering with? A shoe? I mean, you know, oh yeah, it's it just it was so weird. But that's and it's it's just it's it's sad that 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 they've now dropped down in quality again. They had I guess they had that golden generation yep. of three or four years there where they had a great academy going, mm-hmm. and now they're stuck in I think sixth in yeah. the Atlantic. Yep, like they've fallen. One last one I'll mention just to cap off sure, for those no, who were around year one. Absolutely. Year one, we had a mini rivalry with a guy, not even a team. Who's that now? Oh, Mike oh, Callahan. Oh, God, I forgot about that dude from Richmond. With Richmond. <laughs> when he took out Guy yeah, Ben. Guy Ben, that was a horrible, horrible tackle. And then we never saw Mike Callahan again. Yeah, that was it. He never played. He, he, I think he's out. I mean, maybe coaching, I think. But uh, uh, No, what I mean is like yeah, you know, oh, we played right. Richmond later that year, and he wasn't even in the A team. That's right. That is absolutely uh, correct. Let me see this. Let the, you know, we got Wikipedia right here. Okay. Let's see here. <laughs> we have a thing. It looks like... Well, it looks like it says he's still active. Well, he was loaned to the Carolina Railhawks in 2013, and that ended it. And he was hmm. an assistant coach with the Kickers through 2018. Okay. And now, whereabouts unknown. Oh, maybe he's, he's, so, he's selling shoes someplace. And trying to avoid the icy stare of Guy Abin. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't, dude. If there's one guy I wouldn't mess with that's ever played for that team, it's him. I Whoa. love, I love, Guy, I love Guy. But when I worked for the team year one as a game day intern, we joked when we would flash his photo on the Titantron. Mm-hmm. That that is what a serial killer looks like. He's, he's he had that icy stare, yeah, he's a thousand dude. yard stare, Ooh, he's, and he's Israeli. He knows people. Of course, he's just he was a bad man out there. He was. He so, was a tough son of a bitch. Oof. So. This, so there we go, you know. Yeah, a little trip down memory lane, and I, I think we got we got a budding one possibly with Tulsa if yeah. we if they if they if they keep playing us well. Mm-hmm. So, right. but you know, good dominant two nothing win. Still, a couple more weeks till we get to see them again at home. Yeah, and we'll we'll throw, and like I said, uh, two games, very winnable games coming up. Let's let's see what happens, man. Yeah, uh, unless there's anything else you'd like to add. No, I think that's got it. Awesome. Well, like I said, we're going to a little bit of an abbreviated week since there's one game, but we get back to a regular schedule next week. Uh, Joey, thanks for uh, being a part of it. No problem. Thank you. All right. Okay, it's that time of the show. Who's ready for the most intense, insightful, deep, dare I say, sultry analysis of what many people believe is the greatest sports league in the history of history? Ladies and gentlemen, I give you... Yes, because we all need a little MLS in our lives, <laughs> I guess. Anyway, man, here we go. Come on. There were two United teams that played a game. Only one of them won, which seems kind of counterproductive since they have the same last name. Anyway, Dynamo Hum got themselves a nice win against another team from Texas. Toronto's the worst team on earth, but they managed to actually win a game. Good for them. And last but not least, not only do they suck and lost again, but since he is mean, what happened there? Two red cards? Against the Manchester Yankees? They were, they were down to nine men. They, they were ahead. Once again, they gave up a lead and lost. And man, they are a source of uh, just eternal entertainment. So thankful for them. 
So normally this segment of the show, we would have Ken Luther on. Ken's not feeling real well. So, um, you know, I, let's hope that he gets well real soon. Um, but anyway, I did want to talk about something that happened last weekend. And I thought it was very important to mention. The reason I'm saying that is because obviously the name of the show, the Center Forward Podcast, and we've mentioned this before, it's not just talking about the, the local teams and maybe trying to throw a few yucks in there to get people to have some fun. But it's to talk about issues relative to things that happen in the soccer community uh, that impact all of us and to take a balanced look at all of it. You know, because sometimes I think, uh, regardless of where you fall in the political spectrum, social political spectrum, whatever, we have a tendency to look at that through a prism, right? Our own foggy glasses and apply our solutions to everything. Um, and maybe those are, that isn't the best way to do it sometimes. I don't know. You believe what you want to believe. I don't care. I believe what I believe about things. If you want to know, ask me. I'll tell you. <laughs> Nothing to hide. <laughs> but anyway, last weekend, apparently a couple of guys who would, I couldn't even imagine them working together in any way, shape, or form, worked together to save um, some people in Afghanistan. Now, I'm not going to get into the politics or the issues of Afghanistan. You feel how you want to feel about it. All I know is that two people worked together to save some people. Some of these, some of these people were Afghanistan for or Afghan ladies who played soccer. I'm not sure at what level. I'm not sure if they were professionals. I, I don't know, or you know, or they played for the national team. I have no idea. I just know that they play the game, and we support the game, and we support people who play the game. So it's relative to this conversation. I think it's very relative. One of the people is a prime minister uh, of Pakistan, Imran Khan. I hope I'm saying that correctly. <clears throat> and the other person was Glenn Beck. He's a local, you know, of the United States, a uh, very popular guy on, on the radio, whatever, podcast. Now, of course, because of the way things are today, <laughs> you mention Glenn Beck's name and people's, some people, their faces cringe, you know, their, their, their fists tighten and they can't wait to get on Twitter and tell you how much they hate him. Okay, well, take your time, <laughs> put this on pause and come on back. I'm not going to get into anything about Glenn Beck. I'm not going to get into what I believe, what I don't believe. It has nothing to do with this. What it has to do with is Glenn Beck, a Christian dude, and Imran Khan, a prime minister who's a Muslim dude, working together to save the lives of Afghan ladies who play soccer. And I think we need a lot more of this in society today. People who have who diametrically opposed on, on certainly, obviously, theologically, if you're know, Christian and Muslim. Um, but not just that. Social issues, political issues. Sometimes I think, and this is my personal opinion, you may disagree, we forget about the goal. We don't want to talk about the goal. We want to talk about how we're going to get there. And, and we forget about the goal. The goal here was to save lives. And two people who I'm sure a lot of people in the soccer community here in Louisville just absolutely detest Glenn Beck. And I'm sure people religiously, Khan in Pakistan, you know, there's, there's some very strong feelings about him as well. Well, I don't care about any of that. All I know is that some young ladies who love soccer from Afghanistan now get to live, okay? Because I think regardless of where we fall in all of this, we can agree that the lives of women in Afghanistan are endangered now, because of the new regime and how they view life, which I think when it comes, certainly when it comes to women is, is demented and, and just insane. But these young ladies are going to get a chance because two people who would have never, 
ever agreed on anything, decided, let's work together to save lives. Hopefully you're one of those people. Hopefully you would make that decision too. Because I, I, I think I would. I'd like to think I would. And we need a lot more of that in this world. I really believe that. You know, we talked about this with Ken to, to wrap this up. Look, we don't have to be friends about everything. Certainly, you know, we, we all have people in our lives that we don't get along with. But this is a community. And in, sometimes in communities, you're going to have altering opinions or opposing op opinions. That's a better way to say it. Opposing opinions on, on how to deal with certain issues. But what we choose to not do is to focus on the fact that we have the same goal. Right? And if we're focused on the goal and we're not focused on how we want to get there, it's like the, the analogy I've always used, and I use this with, my, God bless my mother, but when I, was, when I was living in Jersey, you know, she had a specific way that she wanted to get back from the store. Like I would take her food shopping and there was a specific way. And if, she, if I didn't go her way, she'd get pissed off. The goal isn't how to get home. The goal is to get home. And maybe we need to do the same thing around here. The goal isn't, you know, the goal is to save lives. What you believe politically or socially, I don't give a shit. <laughs> the goal is to save a life, and I hope you're the same way. The more of that that happens, the less fractious society becomes. And, and that's the goal of this conversation. I'm just very thankful to both of them today for saving the, the young lives of these young ladies who are soccer players who are now going to get an opportunity to have a chance to, to play the game and to live a free life. Man, I, I just, I hope it works out for all of them. And I hope you understand where I'm coming from with this. You may agree or disagree. Um, I, I would love to hear from you one way or the other. Well, there you have it, folks. Another version of the Center Forward podcast is in the books. Abbreviated version with only one game, but that's okay. I want to thank you so much for all the compliments and uh, all the support. It's really, uh, really an honor to know that there are people listening and that they are enjoying it. Uh, we'll continue to do that for you. Uh, although this is a pretty big week for me. Uh, <laughs> I get some big decisions to make. But hey, man, that's life. Just living life and uh, trying to wake up every morning and smiling. And hopefully whatever decisions you have in your life that you need to make that are uh, pretty important or big ones, that you make them with a smile on your face and you know that you're doing the right thing. Um, once again, man, just want to thank you know this week, Joey, for being a part of it. And uh, look... You know, we're just going to keep going on and, and being uh, being community that supports this team. And uh, we're doing pretty well, actually, which is pretty awesome. So there you have it, folks. For everybody that's been a part of it, once again, my name is Joe Valla. I want to thank you for listening to the Center Forward podcast, and we will talk to you again real soon.